0: My gosh, what is that? It's your two best friends <laughs> in your ears again. Uh for spellcast. And this time we're talking about Sabrina season 2.
1: Season 2 special people.
0: You asked we deliver. We are yes. uh, we're doing all of season 2. We're hitting up the Christmas episode 2. I think we can touch on that mm-hmm. for like 2 minutes. Uh but yeah, we're going to do a different structure and this structure is probably what we're going to use Uh, in our next endeavor, which you should be uh, ready to take part in. Um, But yeah, I'm Funke.
1: And I'm Isabel. Yeah. And this is Spellcast Season 2 Special.
0: Yes. Um, It's it's amazing that we've gotten here, Isabel. It's amazing that we have watched all of these episodes from front to back, front to back. um, When so many people I know just quit. Quit like five episodes in, they're like, I don't like this, whatever. And then there's there's like a couple of the diehards, but mostly it's a few, it's a select few that's made it to the end.
1: I agree. I think it's way easier to watch the show binging it, for yes. sure. And yes. when I'm thinking back, like even just to talk to you, I was thinking back, hey, what actually happened this season? It very easily blends in with season one for me, which mm-hmm. is nice. Uh, I like thinking about it as an entire full series as opposed to the individual individual episodes. I think it's easier. And I think then the episodes where nothing really happened kind of fade away into the background, which I is do. helpful.
0: Yeah, and the main plot points like really pop out.
1: For sure. Um, a lot happened this season. Too much to really touch on in this quick episode, mostly because I feel like we both forgot a lot of the... And mostly because we states. forgot.
0: And I feel like we're both going to have just like a few random things we thought we were important. So we'll probably mm-hmm. cover a lot of it. I'd say a smooth 70%.
1: A smooth yeah, a smooth seventy sixty-five. I think that's good though, because I think whatever whatever's stuck in our brains is clearly what what we found interesting or bad.
0: Yeah, and and also like whoever's listening, maybe something else is stuck in your head from that season. And then we'll all just mm-hmm. we'll fill it up together. First of all, can I say this, Isabel? I'm proud of this goddamn show. It <laughs> like we had questions episode one. That they just brushed away for all of season one, but fucking did a full curve on and spoke about in season two, right? Yeah. Like,
1: they brought us the answers. They brought us the answers,
0: delivered the drama. I was like, what the, what is going on? She (laughs) dies. Her dad is the devil.
1: Yeah. So that's, that's really the big thing that we learn about is that, um. Again, my, my major question through our entire first uh, season of this podcast is like, why is she born next to a goat? And it yes. turns out because she is the goat. She is the oh. herald of hell.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. The thing that you spoke about for such like a long time, you kept like, bringing it up like, are they going to mention this? It, which is such an important thing that they glossed over was actually addressed.
1: Mm-hmm. Which was like really nice. I was, Yeah, that felt good.
0: And it also, it doesn't fully answer the twin question though. like
1: I think what it is, is that, and I read this on, and I think I said it on the podcast too, but I read this on some like Chilling Adventures Reddit page. There aren't actually two of them. It is some sort of symbolism for her like half and halfness, but we thought it was her half darkness, half mortalness. But really it's just that she's literally half goat, half, <laughs> half the Lord, the Dark Lord yeah. himself. So i don't think there's actually two of them uh i think it's just symbolism but hmm. at least that's a little bit clarified so let's try and do like a quick okay so so what happened this season top to back i don't even remember the like Ugh. the christmas episode specifically touched on um the daughter what's her name esmeralda did i just make it that name what's I, the uh, stolen name? susie no oh stolen <laughs> no, <daughter>. the baby
0: <laughs> the fucking. yeah I don't remember. Esmeralda sounds real.
1: Sure. Okay. So Esmeralda, I think basically that episode touches on her uh, Zelda having to send Esmeralda away, and then these little kids coming in, the little ghost children coming in the chimney, and and anyone, it all ends up good. But wait, who comes to take the children away? Not the Santa. B- yeah. Okay. Santa came and. So the first episode of season two, then we covered the Christmas episode. Sorry,
0: that episode was kind of weird, super weird with Susie, and just turned around like like the guy just turned her into I don't know weird. Oh weird yeah,
1: episode. do you yeah, not yeah. So that was definitely weird. I like forgot they, about
0: that. And I love when they build in fucking nostalgia there. Like they take they show you the picture of them as a kid, and then it's like mm-hmm. oh. I, now this happened, I guess. Like now they have such a history and a connection to the Santa Claus that <laughs> is turning people into dolls or whatever. Ugh, that was gross. Funny.
1: But but the only thing that which just occurred to me that's good about that is it does show that in the town of Greendale, specifically Greendale, there are all these weird. There are demons, like the Santa's a fucking demon. Like there are these weird spooky ooky witchy things all over the town like built into the town's history not just mm-hmm. history but like within the citizens not just coven that we get to see which really works for the end of the the end of the season which is when we learn why greendale is kind of the, the spot of all this yeah mad stuff that goes down <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i'm trying to think here's some main which hunters so then which hunters i don't remember <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you are cr- no way they killed sabrina and then she uh, comes back and then they're like you're not a witch you're something more and then she's like i am the dark Lord's sword
1: oh okay yes no that was a very big episode <laughs> okay yeah like, um yeah I don't know why I that was re-acted. fun she died i know sorry i know i know that was a big one i i don't know what i was i was picturing more like witch hunters with pitchforks and stuff yeah so yeah. i couldn't like jog that memory but yes of course they make them christian <laughs> but those aren't normal christians those are some weird uh
0: they're not but i think those guys are pretty classic well,
1: don't they <laughs> don't they also have like some weird special powers too and they kill they kill the witches with crossbows yeah which is just hilarious <laughs> Okay, yeah, so that's a pretty big deal. So then they come in, and that's I don't know what episode that is. Probably like seven or something. Ooh, I see a spider in my room. It's fine. We'll no, let it run. Be.
0: Get out. We can shut it. We can <laughs> shut the recording down if you want to.
1: <laughs> we'll finish tomorrow. Um, which that basically is the jumping off point of like everything that happens before that's kind of arbitrary. Okay, sorry. I'm jumping. Harvey goes off to art school and meets this guy (laughs) who's been who the Dark Lord is talking to, and then Susie tries to transition herself with herbs from the Spellman's garden. All sorts Mm. of weird shit happens, but that moment with the witch hunters is basically the jumping off point where we're like, oh, Sabrina is not just half mortal, half witch, or even pure witch. She is something different.
0: Weird. She is, and I'll bite my own words. She is special. She actually is. (laughs) Like, before, she was just half witch, half mortal. And I was like, bro, relax. Like, you are not anything that cool. Um, But she was. uh, And I'm sorry for saying that she wasn't. Because she popped off. She did.
1: Well, I mean, it's because she seemed so unlikable. We just didn't want her to be special. And up until the very end, she's so full of herself. But anyways... So she's, at that point in the series, I don't think we know exactly what it is, but clearly she's something different. She can rise from the ashes. She can become reborn. She can, what's it called? Rebirth other people? What's yeah, revive? Them? Revive them. She can bring, <laughs> bring them back to the dead. Rebirth? I don't know. No. So that's, that's pretty cool. And then, and she can like... uh uh, she can control the winds, the elements. And... She can do
0: everything. She's on creative mode, on some god yeah.
1: shit. <laughs> Literally some god shit. She makes it a nice day when it's raining it. Um... <laughs> yeah, what? So that's cool. And then <laughs> in the background, we have, like, Harvey and Ross falling in love, which is just weird. Mm-hmm. The whole... Uh, uh weird and then um basically what ends up happening is they i don't know how they end up going to the mines probably because of one of rosa's cunning's the cunning yeah
0: yeah yeah they just have like a whole uh, they could just jump plot however with that shit crazy it's, yeah
1: it's good device. good plot device um oh also she goes blind and uh sabrina's I, able to to reverse it to give her her sight back
0: to rebirth her sight
1: <laughs> to rebirth her site and so basically they go the 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 gang goes into the mines and they find this gate or something with (laughs) sabrina's face on it that's thousands and thousands of years old and they're all like "Uh oh this means something bad's gonna happen and then i think it is the last or the second last episode that finally we're like okay here's exactly what's gone down yeah
0: which was just like woof i didn't even see it like i knew something was up but like
1: right and it was there was a little bit of foreshadowing in the season finale of last season when um wardwell's crow basically is like what if the dark lord just makes sabrina his um yes and that 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 is basically the plan so the dark lord is sabrina's dad and because he like <laughs> tricked her mom into having sex with her. Okay, there's this odd That's scene. That's
0: so fucked.
1: I think the the decision in the end is that her father did not know. But there's this weird bit when Hilda's like, "Oh, like your mom. I was her midwife. She told me this might not be your father's daughter." Like Hilda's basically suggesting that her yeah. mom knew something about it, and that really gives the illusion, like not the illusion, that really alludes to um, the mom being like, "I had sex." with the dark lord, right? Like actively. Mm-hmm. The mom being like, "I know that this." Yeah. A weird, fucked up kid. So that's strange cuz it brings up weird topics of like was her mom this weird character or did was she raped by the dark lord? Don't really clarify yeah. that.
0: I mean, consent was a theme in the show with the was right. the book was a huge thing, but
1: mm-hmm. I don't
0: know. That that is weird. I didn't even think about it like that.
1: Right. Um obviously maybe we're reading into it but
0: Mm -hmm. that was just
1: a weird moment they didn't even need to say that Hilda being like no your mom said she knew so that was yeah like
0: what does that what does that mean i feel like they wanted it to mean something
1: right i agree if they put it in there but anyway so yes sabrina is the daughter the dark lord's plan is to make her the herald of hell bring on the reckoning the what's the what's that called when the whole world dies, goes up in flames. Rapture, rapture, but ap- apocalypse, apocalypse,
0: apocalypse.
1: They keep calling know. it an apocalypse, which is interesting because apocalypse to me is, I don't think of
0: you think of nuclear, like
1: yeah, and zombies and stuff. Mm. And I feel like the rapture is more makes more sense in terms of some deity like thing <laughs> enforcing their their will over the whole world.
0: Anyways, so, yeah, yeah,
1: Sabrina's the Herald of Hell. She's going to help, basically, the Dark Lord. And the reason why she's so special is because she can help him control both the Witch Warlock and the mortal world. And that's why he made her, basically. Twisted. So that's fun. And also, just as a... Wardwell's plan in all of this was basically... So she is Lilith. They met in, like, I don't know, Adam and Eve times that's what they kept alluding to yeah she's way back she's she's the eve and he's the adam of the like satanic bible essentially it was like satanic world um and he promised her to be queen if she basically served him Mm -hmm. um and so that's why she's working for him every and this is also a nice explanation there's there's all these weird moments of like why like what was the lead up why was um, Wardwell helping sabrina do all these things like we knew that yeah. there was we knew she was bad we knew that there was a reason she was helping we like oh no she is actually good
0: sorry just to, to jump in there like i don't think that they needed to have Wardwell help her at all up until right. the end i think it would have been more of a like sturdy twist if she was just an asshole all the time like every mm-hmm. so, like didn't help her at all Mm-hmm. Or fucked with her plans more because it just felt like a weird redemption arc for a character who was like just a little bit bad, like,
1: yeah. And I think what's confusing is that the whole point is like, oh, Wardwell like convinced her. experience was like, You were in my ear telling me to do all these things, like, um, the uh, um, uh, oh my god, my words this morning, my uh, uh it. Wh- what's it called? <laughs> you, You're what? You, uh, what? Exorcism. Like uh so wait one second my mom's was...
0: calling me. Okay. Hello? Hi. What's up?
1: <clears throat> okay. Also, you know, it's funny, I just was looking up, just out of curiosity, if there's another season, there is season 3 and 4 of someone filming back-to-back. What? So there's lots more.
0: Season 3 and 4, oh my god, yeah. Um, uh, uh
1: what were we talking about? Wordwell?
0: You just remembered something and you were talking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. It's okay. We were generally talking about, um... I don't know. <laughs> We're not, like we... going in an order for anything?
0: Oh. I'm not sure. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> Do you want to say something about her? <laughs> I was talking about her and then okay. I can just cut all this out and then I could go to you talking about her.
0: I mean you finish your thought about her.
1: I don't know what it was. Okay. I'm just gonna say that we stopped and had to come back in and i'll start a new conversation okay all right (laughs) all right guys sorry we had to do a little commercial break there and forgot what we were talking about but funky i wanted to mention slash ask you um for me i feel like the dark oh my god i know what we were talking about (laughs) okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) we just sitting there for five minutes trying to figure out
1: well it's (laughs) because i realized it it's totally connected.
0: What is it? Um,
1: I was talking about basically how Greendale like made sense that uh, Greendale... Oh, no, that was a long time ago. <laughs> okay, I have no idea. Okay, I'm just going to no. start over. Here. Sorry, guys, we so have to go for a little commercial break. But I wanted to ask you, Funke, <laughs> Um, for me, in the final episode when the Dark Lord comes back as a human um, mm-hmm. in his like, pure form or whatever, half goat i guess we don't really see the bottom of his feet yeah yeah but the for dad... me him becoming human actually made him way less scary for me usually in movies and stuff when some whatever the monster is becomes human it's way creepier because it's easier to imagine it in your own yeah, world. yeah. but it kind of ruined it for me because seeing a young dude be the face of like, satan of the dark Lord. Yeah. It, it just kind of ruined it for me. And they explain it, it how did, he becomes goat, but...
0: It did feel very weird. I mean, it looked like, especially the, the person they cast wasn't that creepy. Like, was really just a guy. I don't know. It didn't seem yeah. scary or, or nuanced. But I liked that it made him easier to capture <laughs> and, and fight, I guess.
1: Right. So let's do a little recap of the last episode. So he comes. He comes to Earth. He comes for Sabrina. He's excited for his plans. Mm-hmm. And then, at a certain point, Sabrina convinces Wardwell to be on her side, and they conjure up a few different plans to try and kill him. Which seems ludicrous. Like, really, we've two two seasons of this, and we're just gonna... Like, he comes to Earth as a human, we're gonna kill him that easily? No way. Why do you think yeah. Wardwell switches over to the Spellman side?
0: Um, well, because she realizes she's not gonna be the queen, right? Like, that was... Right. What she was gunning for the whole time. And then I think it is when the Dark Lord tells her or hints, just makes it clear that she's not going to be the queen.
1: Right. He's like, your time will come. Yeah. I've been waiting.
0: She's like, I'm like, I've been doing this for two seasons now.
1: Right. But ultimately it is once again, Sabrina who ends up convincing her like, no, you should have what you want and I'll give it to you. If you're on my side, he's not going to help you, which just felt silly because. Mm hmm. This queen's been working underneath. I mean, maybe it was some sort of empowering thing that they were trying to do, but Lilith has been working as his slave, essentially, for yeah. what we can only assume to be centuries and centuries. And then Sabrina being like, no, you should take what's rightfully yours. Seems yeah. silly.
0: Yeah. It doesn't. It, it's a weird relationship. And I don't think they wrote her, her character well enough. Like, it didn't. It seemed like they were going for a mega twist, but it was just like an awkward reveal. Uh, and and turn around.
1: Yeah. And even in the last two episodes, there's so much switching. Um, the the thing where she takes her rib out and makes uh, that scarecrow to kill Sabrina. And then within half an hour, she's on Sabrina's side telling the Spellmans how to kill him.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, how do you switch that quick after being so devoted?
1: Right. And also, I think what's interesting is that this whole season, Sabrina's... The whole plot of Sabrina, which is that she's half witch, half mortal, kind of goes to shit. Like her mortal life is completely unexistent other than the fact that her friends, her mortal friends, are now participating in it in her like witchy world. Except for they're barely even mortal anymore either. Like Harvey's (laughs) drawing the things to like keep the gates of hell closed with the uh, cunning. Everyone's a superhero, right? The mortal people have just been become completely immersed in the witch world, and I feel like. That's the entire point of *Sabrina the Teenage Witch*: is that it—it it is two different worlds that we get to see, and I think we lose one of them, uh, yeah, pretty early on in this season. So, how do they end up killing him? Because they try a few they, times, right? Yeah.
0: So, so what I remember is they do a masquerade <laughs> thing. Uh,
1: oh my god! Another <laughs> musical number? Yeah. Really, guys? Masquerade. <laughs> Weird. It just freaked me out.
0: (laughs) It's very weird.
1: Also it was hilarious because like one of those wow, how'd you plan that so quick?
0: Uh Uh-huh. Like well, I guess they're magic. So they would just like gave the choreography to everyone in the brain.
1: Right. And they were all living in the spellman's house anyways, because they saved him from Blackwood.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I mean they they all do the masquerade and then they throw out the thing from the filler episode.
1: The Acheron configuration.
0: Funniest name, the akron configuration. I just like, remember it a... took us
1: so long to remember what it was called. The yeah, what we called it the making and now it's like the really apparatus.
0: Like,
1: the apparatus, <laughs> that's what we called it.
0: I'm glad that uh you remembered it at least, um but I I couldn't. <laughs> but they actually, I'm so glad that came full circle because that was really just a filler episode that didn't make sense at all in season one, like absolutely at all.
1: Right, because that it was the it was batty bat the dream and it was, and was yeah it was, like,
0: there. it was like it was like a samurai jack where like everything's done at the end of it and it didn't carry <laughs> on the plot um yeah but I, i'm glad that it came through season two it was tight and, but it, it didn't tight. work um, it did not
1: work and that was that was a second attempt the first attempt was basically sabrina went to meet him in the woods and then zelda and hilda just stabbed him in his wing
0: that was stupid holes when did that why yeah, did that they think that would work
1: because Wardwell told them it would. God. Yeah. Listening to Wardwell. Also, I'm like, truly, if you come that close to killing or any attempt to literally murder Satan himself, he's going to kill you right back. Easy peasy. Why do you yeah. let them live? Yeah. Like, Sabrina, I get it, but why would he let her aunts live?
0: No way. Like, this doesn't make sense.
1: There doesn't seem to be any characters who are truly dark.
0: Yeah, and, but, but I think he might be truly dark in the sense that they were writing him like he was uh, so cocky that he was the strongest that they would never even kill him, so it doesn't even matter. Like, right. if, a, like if an ant tried to kill one of us, we would let the ant live and be like, ha ha ha, you right, can
1: right.
0: best me, ant. Yeah, it was weird. I think he should have killed them.
1: I think so too. But yeah, so ultimately, they end up putting him in Nicholas
0: yes nicholas is nicholas is like i'll do it i know i know his binding spells i i read it um and uh and he offers himself up as a host
1: right and then uh wardwell becomes queen of hell and carries uh carries him in because they say that's the only place they'll really be able to keep him uh, mm. but you're right now i i looked it up and and there is gonna be season three and four and so we'll definitely be seeing more of nick yeah.
0: And you said I remember we read stuff about Nick Scratch, read the name.
1: Uh, they called the devil um old Nick and old Scratch because nicking and scratching because that's <laughs> Okay, this is so awkwardly written. Okay. Here's uh popsugar.com give them the credit the devil became colloquially known by euphemisms like old nick old scratch and mr scratch due to the quote nicking and scratching that his cruel influence could inflict on one's soul
0: damn so it was there yeah
1: so mr scratch to refer to anyone who says they're playing the devil's advocate in an argument um so obviously that makes sense because we learn this episode that nick has been working for the devil the whole time uh even though he was really falling in love with Sabrina and ultimately he sacrifices himself, um, he's been working under under mm-hmm. the Dark Lord, which also kind of explains why he has like so much knowledge as to all this stuff. But I have to say there's this ridiculous moment where he's doing some research and he is like, Oh my God, Sabrina, you've been doing all of the things that lead you to becoming the dark lords yeah yeah first mate or whatever like the exorcism going into limbo all this stuff and what's hilarious is that um and this is all happening while the um mandrake double of her is going around hurting people and so she's like oh okay i have to get rid of that obviously and nick is reading out this list but he doesn't read for whatever reason that the last step of it until he's alone with miss wardwell he doesn't read the last step which is that it's suicide which she's about to do so that was just weird that they like do this whole plot thing but nick i don't know i feel like i'm not explaining it well
0: (laughs) no no no, it's good yeah
1: but you know what i mean he reads most of it and she's like oh my god that's me and then she leaves to kill the mandrake (laughs) and then he finishes the sentence which is and the last one is suicide you know what i mean like that just seems silly that he would have Missed that one. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. That. yeah Well, I mean it is a teen drama.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Sometimes you just gotta let it be a silly yeah. TV show. Another thing just to go back, because I feel like we've kind of covered it. that's what happens, guys.
0: Yeah, that is that is the show.
1: That is a show, essentially. That's the main points. But I think a big thing that we didn't talk about, um, which is really important, is basically Blackwood's Ooh. plot. And Prudence's, but mostly black. Oh,
0: I thought we were going to talk about um, when she changes her clothes like she does in the sitcom. Uh, Remember? She, like, spins around in the mirror. She's like, "Ding." -ding."
1: (laughs) He thought that. When I was like, one thing we really have to cover is dot-dot-dot. You're like, when she (laughs) changes her clothes in the mirror.
0: Yes, that's it. Right? You're right.
1: No, that's great. That's great. Um, But let's talk about the guy. Yeah. (laughs) The guy who's, like, trying to... (laughs) Make all women his slaves.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he we've known he's evil from the get go. Um, Hundred percent. We know he was twisted, but I didn't know he was this twisted, like very, very whack. Um, and the Dark Lord, wow, I forget the, this interaction, but he, he, he does something. He puts the power on on the women, it, it, he makes it a matriarch, right? What? The sorry. <laughs> women, what? Filming. You know, that's that's what happens, basically, right? Like, that's the what Dark I took. Dark Lord from.
1: makes it a matriarch.
0: Yeah, well, he puts the power on on the women through Black Blackwood. Di- Let me. Get-
1: no, Blackwood's doing the opposite.
0: No, not Blackwood. I'm talking about the Dark Lord. Doesn't he come I into play?
1: Blackwood's plan? I don't think so.
0: Okay, you you started off.
1: For... Kids doing a podcast on this show, we managed to forget a a pretty significant amount of, like, integral plot points.
0: I mean, it is also forgettable, like...
1: Yeah, that's true. Good point, good point. It's because they're all over the place and so many things, like, don't add up.
0: And then I I just link them because I think, like, that's how they're making it make sense.
1: Right, like, that should be how it's done. But basically... Blackwood's plot is he wants to, at least with his own coven, it was this whole bit with um when Judas was born, his son, and really all he wants for the coven is to like make it even more of a patriarchy. He wants all the women to only teach like home economics of magic. Yeah, yeah. Um and basically have no power. This starts with him and Zelda getting married and then he puts a spell on her or something, so that she becomes like a robot wife and then something something happens she gets out of it H- hilda helps her get out of it i think yeah and then yeah, yeah. she fakes it for the rest of the season but yeah he explains it very clearly which both of us kind of forget but ultimately what he's saying is this is going to be the male dominated like, male-ruled uh, uh, Kevin and the women have no power. Like, that is really yeah. all he wants, right?
0: And, and he, it was hinted at that in, in season one, too, right? Like, he was being misogynistic, yeah. and that was a, a thread they laid out there.
1: Right. But clearly, the whole... They do this weird thing where they make the entire witch world feel super uh, misogynistic, because even they have that moment where Hilda is going to, like, the high priest or whatever... Or black was a high priest, but whatever. The higher priest, yeah, guys, to be like, you need to deal with this. Like, this is insane and backwards. And he's like, okay, but first, like, suck my dick. Um, Yeah, yeah. And then she kills him, but which also never gets resolved. They never like bring that back up again. Zelda's like, oh my god, you killed him. Everyone's gonna hate us. We're gonna be in so much trouble. And then they just drop it. But like, that's a. I don't know. I don't know where that's going.
0: It's 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 weird how they blend in this stuff into magic as well. Like magic as a, as a system that has flaws and like, and like oppresses people is very, ha. It's like, I don't know. And and I feel like they're doing it very ham fistedly. Like they're, they're just like slamming it around like, ha, this is bad. And it's, this is like what a warlock is doing, but it doesn't really make that much sense in the plot. Right.
1: And it also doesn't relate to the main, plot of sabrina and the dark lord because he's he's not trying to just like yes it's his slave technically the same way lilith was but he's like no i want someone to help me bring about hell and and rule over like it's not like sabrina would definitely work underneath him but that patriarchal theme is not the main theme in the dark lord's plans for him and sabrina so it is a weird kind of side plot. sticks
0: out like a sore thumb like in the like all the plots like it just feels weird
1: definitely
0: Um, but yeah i mean i like that he got defeated
1: well he but he didn't even get defeated because he just runs away with the two kids and as much as then then... yeah he will which is good but like now i'm interested to see what happens because he's going to come back he has no coven um because he tried to kill them all and he assumes that they're all dead but hilda Mm -hmm. and zelda revived all of them and see that was a nice moment of just like oh yeah these are are good witches yeah yeah and just like they are powerful but
0: it's it's also weird because like what is a good witch like why are they bad and then suddenly good
1: yeah but what makes people bad witches they're usually just like bad people Mm -hmm. it's not like the witchiness he doesn't use his witch powers to do bad things he's just an asshole yeah and like he uses a poison ultimately to kill them which is a very mortal uh way to kill someone um and then all of this relates back to prudence which basically is a weird like up and down up and down character arc. she's bad <laughs> and then she's kind of good but she's still like top bitch and she's and
0: then, mean and she's good but bad
1: yeah like it's it's kind of silly at this point. We're confused. She tells on Zelda when she finds out that Zelda isn't isn't long any longer um under Blackwood's spell. And mm-hmm. I think it's I, obviously it's because of this whole like she has no family. She just wants to be part of something and important. But Blackwood's never gonna give it to her. But she knows that. I feel like we've had that moment ten times before when it's like, yes, he's your father, but He's not going to treat you well. He doesn't care about you.
0: Yeah, well, he's a bad man. He's like an abusive man. So yeah, like she keeps. Yeah, I don't know.
1: And even Zelda says that you know he's a bad guy. That's why you helped like take his daughter away because we both knew that he would kill her or do mm-hmm. something bad to her. So then, why are you on his side again? Like she just goes back and forth a lot, which is weird.
0: And I mean, where I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt with the character there, like I hope that it's just it's just her being like, oh, I don't know what to do, rather than them just being like. Uh, on off on off on off, just like randomly yeah. using her,
1: right? And I feel like it does make sense for her character to be kind of back and forth about like, what she believes in and what she thinks she's part of. And at the end of the season, she does decide, no, I'm, I don't want to be a Blackwood. That's less important to me than my friends and my coven that I've grown up with. But yeah. um, I hope that she doesn't go back to being really into being a Blackwood in the next seasons. Just cause...
0: that would just that would be very weird. That would be like totally different. I wouldn't sit. I mean, he's gonna be probably the the main villain, right? Like, yeah. Who else?
1: Well, the Dark Lord again, maybe. But I mean,
0: he's still stuck in there.
1: Right, but if they're gonna go back in to get Nick, they're probably gonna have a run with the Dark Lord since he's inside of Nick. <laughs> All right, since we're not really doing segments this time, do you want to just give me a few of your high points of the season?
0: Yeah, I think my highest one has got to be when Sabrina dies, and I'm almost like, what? Um, <laughs> and then she just came back up and really just revived herself. I was like, wow, you are – like, that's the moment where she separated herself from just, like, a regular half-mortal half-witch or just, like, a witch. Mm-hmm. I was like, dang, okay, like – there you are. There, there's right. the Sabrina. If, if people are going to be hyping up Sabrina, and you're hyping up yourself,
1: right? Like you, you said gotta before. do some shit like that. Exactly. Proving to like the audience, oh, that's why everyone's like, ah, oh, you're special. That's why. Go. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm I'm glad they did that. That that was very nice. Um, another high I think is I think is how they just like fucked with the plot points that I didn't think they would mess with. I thought like Sabrina would go back to Harvey and just like stay with Harvey um mm-hmm. but that didn't happen at all. Uh, and it was a completely different plotline and we and and the Susie's whole thing too. I liked that they just tried new things. It didn't feel like they stuck to the same weird formulaic thing that season 1 did. Mm-hmm, I feel like mm-hmm. they got a bit weirder and and let themselves play with with how the story could go. Um that was really fun. Uh do you have any highs, Isabel?
1: Um I couldn't think of any to put on my list. Um, <laughs> what are your Uh, lows okay i didn't hate the season i actually really enjoyed the season when it came to picking it apart i realized i had like a lot of issues with it one thing i wrote down that i just noticed i hate that we never see students actually in classes or learning anything like in Mm -hmm. harry potter it's so great because you're watching these young witches and are they witches and wizards in harry potter I That's have what it is, seen right? that shit. I know, we already talked about this. But whatever, like, <laughs> you you understand, like, okay, this is how you develop as a witch or a warlock. Makes sense. And I feel like they're all at the academy, but we never understand. And then there's that whole plot line of top boy, top girl, and she's like, who cares? It doesn't have to be a boy anymore. I'm going to win. Mm. We do get that five-second scene of her studying in the library when a demon comes to get her. But there's just, like, there's no stakes in that particular moment. We don't care if she wins or doesn't win. Top woman. Not at all. Not at all. She hasn't done anything to earn it. And I don't know. There's just the feeling of her just being like, I'm Sabrina Spellman. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And And
1: therefore, I deserve this. When was she she studying? When was
0: she practicing?
1: Right. Like, we haven't seen her learn anything. And at that point, she 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 hasn't um, become this, like, demon thing that can make other, re- rebirth, revive other people. <laughs> so so it's like, why do you think you deserve this so much? And mm-hmm. we even see her cheat. Like, we watch her cheat to win the first round. That was annoying. That was a fun, like, why, you're all in school. Like, show us that you're actually developing. Yeah. And then another kind of just, like, overarching thing was, I feel like last season we complained about a lot about each episode there was a conflict that was immediately resolved. Mm-hmm. And as much as it felt there was like a major thing that played out over this season that got resolved at the end, like the whole Dark Lord plot, we got answers. Yeah. Yeah. We saw her turn into this like really dark thing and then we understood why. Like that felt really good. Um the but there were still little things for example, Hilda's boyfriend At the end of last season, it teases us with, like, his eyes. And then we find out very quick his secret. Oh, he's a werewolf. And then it's like, okay, cool.
0: Yeah, that's fine.
1: It's never brought up again.
0: It was just it's supposed to be, like, ah, scary. What's going to happen next season? Um, Right. Just to hook us cheaply. Also, I think they're going to deal with it in the next seasons, definitely.
1: Maybe. And there is a moment when Hilda uses his, like, wildness to fight off a something or a demon or whatever. Wildness um and that actually i think happens in the that just made me realize like the tarot tarot card is it tarot card reading or tarot I'll tarot. never know tarot um think, right. someone can correct us but i think that happens in that episode again that episode really felt like like a filler like the same thing as the Batty bat episode
0: yeah then it's definitely gonna come back
1: you think that's gonna cut like yeah it's gonna be like things are gonna come back
0: yeah in like season three
1: Mm, i don't think so i think they did it to be oh these are like your inner fears again like how you should resolve conflicts but it was just like a weird
0: like another character development episode i
1: guess but like they just we just saw one last season yeah I guess that's not really fair one per season should be allowed but it just felt like you're already using the same trick again to fill an episode yeah but those are all like i get i totally agree those are all smaller things the whole did you say let's simmer down
0: no 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 like yes exactly
1: but yeah ultimately (laughs) i think uh, overarching season was it was entertaining as long as you watch it fast enough to like not stop caring uh i thought it was good it was fine
0: yeah i felt I felt like they wrapped it up way better than I was afraid of. Mm-hmm. Like, I was scared of them messing it up even I, more because like the track they were on was not nice good. Like, yeah <laughs> at all
1: um but now they are I feel like they've come back to i feel like everything is tied up,
0: yes, tied up with a li- just enough loose that like they have enough material for season three and season four um, right which is going to be like strained definitely cuz like this is probably going to be the apex of the series right like what the the, the next like, two seasons aren't probably aren't going to have the same stakes as this one but I like know.
1: hopefully they come up with new stakes but i feel like obviously you have to look to riverdale because that's i mean it's the same creators it's the same yeah,
0: world but look at how they handled that like has there been anything as genuinely like satisfying as the conclusion to the first plot my cat just jumped on my microphone yeah but like they they, yeah sorry Riverdale really (laughs) like spirals out of control
1: yeah I, I agree but I feel like Riverdale never never actually ties everything up in a bow really it never did I don't I mean even when they resolve one thing there's already four other hints at like the next weird shit that's coming, and so I feel like Sabrina. In my head, I finished it, and other than like the Blackwood thing, which is kind of weird because Blackwood, who we know, is not is just off with these two kids. Um, but in at least in terms of the Dark Lord thing, I don't care that much about Nick. So, yeah. I, and I felt like even the moment of her being like, "Okay, guys, like here's what we're gonna do next: we have to go save my boyfriend from hell." And I was like, "That's such a great ending to an entire series. Like, yeah, you don't yeah. need to watch her do that." Um, yeah that's a high that's a high
0: that's a high i am a like as an ending that doesn't need a a season after it. like that to me is good
1: i agree except for they are doing another season (laughs) sadly (laughs) um i i don't know also i'm just kind of surprised clearly there are people watching this i think that it's a way younger (laughs) audience and even riverdale i think has a younger audience but i think it's a decent amount of older fans who could watch it ironically or for whatever reason, but Started I think, ironically
0: and continued and is just like hooked on.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have not kept up with this season because Riverdale seems to always no have like 10 mid-season finales and whatnot. I can't keep up. <laughs> I also can't watch it alone. I've been in it's, Korea and I'm like-
0: Yeah, this one is way slower. This show is very paced. Like, they take their time with plots, I feel, and don't sure. together as much. Um...
1: I agree. I also, but I do think it's because there's simply not as much happening. Um, mm. Which I don't think is a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm just saying- Yeah, like, there's just not like, a,
0: yeah, the amount of plot points happening is, is smaller, so
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's going to be different.
1: Anyways, I think it did a good, I definitely, I think it did a good job wrapping it up. All in all, I give season two, hmm. How many witch brooms out of
0: five? Ooh.
1: Three and a half? Three is weird because it's in the middle, and it was definitely better than middle, but, like, I don't want to give it... <laughs> a, four. a four? Yeah, maybe <laughs> yeah. a four. Maybe a
0: four. I, I don't know but the four, though. Like, yeah, see, that's three, what I'm saying. Four. Yeah.
1: Okay, you know what? Let's do it out of ten. How many witch brooms out of ten? Is that easier?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's easier. Six.
1: I was going to say six, too.
0: Six out of ten.
1: Which I feels think... low for some reason. I mean, it... I definitely did. Like, I watched it. Like, I, I watched th- it without knowing we were gonna do this. Um, season two episode. I watched so at least eight episodes. Of it.
0: Yeah, I hear you. It is. It. It was. We're rating just season two or the whole thing in general.
1: Season two.
0: Season two. Season two. All right. Season two.
1: Seven. Seven. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: still feels high, Isabel. I'm. I'm. I'm I... gonna stay at six.
1: Six or six point five is a happy medium. But yeah, I agree. I did I watched it at my own volition and then I liked it, binged it in like the first more than half of the season in the night and then literally never watched it again until we planned on doing this. Like I just like was so didn't care enough to actually finish the plot line. So I feel like that's yeah. a big indication as to like how much we uh think. My, yeah, my show. thing for
0: like season one, it was definitely a three. It was definitely a three like yes, i was watching one. it and very quickly i was like fuck like we have a podcast about this show <laughs> like this is the quality <laughs> of what we're watching and then each episode is just gonna be us complaining um and it was and it was and i i like that that's what it became but i was just like wow this is like bad and i have to watch it to talk about it with isabel yeah. Um but i didn't feel like that as much this season. Like, I mean there were were parts where I was like bored, but it wasn't like a like I had to do it. Like it was a required task in my day. Like
1: yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um I'm really interested to read up on like what other people thought of this. But it's really hard to get it a sense online because I feel like people people pick it apart, but I I don't know if people just enjoy it who aren't I haven't Heard anyone be like, I like it. Like, this is, I enjoy it. You know what I mean? Yeah, Even yeah. like reviews and stuff online, usually they're like, here's the plot. And usually people just talk about like, here are the flaws uh, of this episode. Yeah.
0: Or I liked this part, uh but this was whack. Like, how did that work?
1: It's interesting stuff.
0: It is. It is. But uh, I'm glad we got through it. I'm glad we, we wrapped that up because it was a lot. Me it was too. a lot of magic. Uh, and Don't we...
1: expect a season three or four.
0: <laughs> don't don't i uh but if we I'm just uh
1: kidding.
0: if we get set up on patreon soon maybe we would get that going <laughs> we would do that as like a bonus thing for people mm-hmm. um Play but yeah patreon. yes patreon would please pay us we have no money um and we're doing this out of our own pockets um so yeah we're, we're setting up a patreon link at our mother's site play underground um to fund our website and the host for the podcast so um yeah if you could chip in like like a dollar to five dollars anything like th- like that would be tight a month um so we can we can i don't know fund this itself like just like pay the base cost get that and 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 get us money too we would love money um that'd be amazing <laughs> um but yeah I, I think this episode was good i mean of the podcast not the whole season. Um, yeah. But. Um, anything else you want to talk about, Isabel? I
1: think. I think that was it.
0: Uh, it feels weird, like, doing the last episode on this thing that was, like, so on our minds. Like, I I thought more about this show than a lot of things. Like, just in the planning and the recording and then watching and, like, scheduling time to watch it. And it's, it's just interesting doing one of these watch-along casts. Because, yeah. like, I've never done that. Really.
1: Yeah. I'm excited to keep doing it. I think it'll be easier when we're in the same country, living in the same time zone. Of course. Um, and also I think it'll be easier when it's something that we're more passionate about. Um mm-hmm. and definitely like a show that we like more. Yeah,
0: did we did we explain the whole thing in the last episode?
1: Like what our next thing's gonna be? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um so the people uh, we not... didn't
1: say what it was called. I don't know if we've decided what it's called, but we can plug it.
0: We could, do you it's want to say the name? Comfy we thought, I think so.
1: I think it's called Comfy Couch.
0: I think it's called Comfy Couch, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be everything that we told you about last episode. But like us, watching a Netflix or whatever original movie, and uh, giving our hot takes, dishing them out, getting while they're hot on the on the comfy couch that you're sitting on. Um, <laughs> and we'll serve
1: them. <laughs> we'll serve them. Um okay guys. Well thank you so much for coming back for this season two special of Spellcast. Um it's been good to be back with you, Funke. Missed your voice.
0: Oh, you too. Oh my gosh. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I'm Funke. You can find me on Twitter at Funke Isabel, they can find you. Uh if they go to Korea.
1: That's true. Yeah. Nice.
0: How's it going? Um, can can the people get a report?
1: Uh Korea is cool. It's very hot. And semi difficult to make friends, but I'm having a really good time, and I'm about to be traveling all summer, so looking forward to that. Krista, you yes. should come visit. I can mostly only speak for Seoul, but
0: I can't get Seoul's all the way over the there. I can't.
1: Coolest cities. Come on. The gamers, only 14-hour flight.
0: The gamers here need me. I can't leave. I'm sorry. Are you
1: kidding? <laughs> the gamers here would love to have you. <laughs> On that note, we love you guys so much. Thank you very much for listening, and stay witching. Yes, stay witching.
0: Yeah, stay witching. See us soon. We'll give some updates about our next thing. Later, witches. Ka.